Frustrated with toxic people, they can't see how much they hurt me. I just want this chaos to cease. Here's your host, Dr. Shayla, my source for how to live a life of peace. Find peace in the midst of toxic negativity. Welcome to the Toxic People Detox, a practical guide for finding peace in the midst of toxic people. It's not about changing them. It's about changing how you respond to them and doing so in a productive, healthy way. This is episode 19, Toxic People Profile the Self-Righteous. Yeah, it's been a while since I've done one of these profiles. So of all the vices that I've mentioned so far, self-righteousness has the potential to be the most polarizing because the issue with them is they sometimes defend their actions as well-meaning. The interesting thing is a self-righteous person can make some good points and they're not always wrong. However, they measure themselves by other people's abilities to keep the rules, whatever those rules may be. And they may seem helpful, but they take a secret delight in tearing you down by constantly pointing out your inability to follow those rules. And sometimes they're acting out of envy, being jealous that you're able to live out a set of rules that they themselves cannot or will not follow. For example, You might have a fitness buff that eats right, that goes to the gym five to seven days a week, but they're jealous of that couch potato that can eat and do whatever he wants. How come the fitness buff is doing all the right things, but yet that couch potato is getting away with whatever. So what's the problem here? Well, if you have a fitness buff, they're doing the right thing. They're exercising, they're eating right. But if that person is self-righteous, they'll use facts to put down or shame the couch potato into doing what that fitness buff wants that couch potato to do. And heaven forbid the couch potato resists such well-meaning advice. But the issue is that sometimes self-righteousness can be a subtle form of control. Like I said, sometimes these people are driven out of envy and self-consciousness. <laughs> what a shock. I mean, what toxic behavior isn't driven by self-consciousness? And so these people can be control freaks. Now, someone told me that, well, the truth is the truth. What does it matter how someone delivers it? And I do agree with that to a point. The only thing I have to add is that you have to take into consideration human nature. When you try to impose your will on someone, even if you are right, the other person is likely to resist even if they know better. So let's go back to that fitness buff example. They'll put down the couch potato. They'll try to shame that person into doing what that, what the fitness buff wants. However, I bet you anything that couch potato probably knows that he or she needs to go exercise. This person needs to eat more healthy. I bet you that person knows that. But if you have an individual that's constantly shaming that person, putting that person down, that person will probably say, okay, I'm going to eat a bag of Doritos just to smite you. Now that doesn't make any logical sense, but Again, that's human nature. Sometimes we act out even if we know what we're doing is wrong. So that's why I say, yes, the truth is the truth, regardless of how it comes across. But if you genuinely are concerned about that other person, there is a way to do that. I had an acquaintance one time who was about to make a terrible decision and his relatives called me and I I talked to some of his friends and we're all talking amongst ourselves and we're saying he's about to make a terrible mistake. And, And I agree, but I told them, here's what you do. Do not agree with him. 
but do not disagree with him. Take the neutral path because he's looking for validation. So he wants someone to tell him it's okay. But at the same time, he wants that adversity so he can prove you wrong. So don't give him either decision. Just stay neutral, stay in the middle road. And when they did that, the interesting thing is he made the right decision anyway which I'm glad I said, look, you dodged a bullet on that one. You saved yourself a world of headache. And they said, how did you know that would work? My response was I didn't just because we take the neutral path doesn't necessarily mean he would have made the right decision, but sometimes you have to give people permission to make their own decisions. I said, sometimes there are times where intervention is necessary. Like if they're talking about wanting to go hurt someone, yes, intervention is necessary in that case. Don't leave them up to themselves. So here's some things to look out for. How do you know? I mean, I think we, <laughs> I think we pretty much know when we're dealing with a self-righteous person. It's kind of obvious, but let me just list some things here. Self-righteous people can be very rigid. They have a narrowly defined view of the world. Again, that's not always a problem. It's just, they're so specific that they have trouble acknowledging that their way may not be the only way. There may be other ways. Excessive criticism. Self-righteous people can follow up their rigid view of things with an excessive amount of critical talk. I mean, they just will not let you alone. And they love to share their unwanted opinions. Remember, they think they're right, right? And they don't seem to care that other people are not interested in what they have to say. But from their point of view, they think everyone should be interested because after all, they're telling the truth. Now, like I said, sometimes it really is true. Tattletelling. Here's an interesting thing. Some of them like to tattletale. If you're not going to follow their rules, well, they're going to make sure that everybody knows that you're not following the rules. If they can't strong arm you into submission, they will shame you into submission. And they'll be the first one to run to a boss, employee, parent, child, family member, friend, whatever, and tell that person about you. Self-righteous people have the mistaken belief that holding someone up for shame or ridicule will bring about a better behavior. Now, I, I kid you not. Some people think that, but the opposite is true. The emotion of shame can have a negative impact on that person and it can encourage that same behavior, which I talked about before. The more you try to control or strong arm someone, the more likely they are to resist, even if they know that behavior is not the best type of behavior. Now, impatience, because self-righteous people think they're right. They tend to be very impatient. Well, I get it. How come you don't get it? What's wrong with you? Now, everybody, anyone who's ever been a teacher, whether you're at the college level or grade school level, people learn at different rates. And I get students who get very frustrated and said, look, it's okay if you didn't get it the first time, maybe the second or the third time, just keep at it. Not everyone catches things the same, but see self-righteous people don't understand that every, if you don't get it, you're stupid, you're incompetent or whatever. So, and these type of traits are very unpleasant to be around. So here's the thing. How do you cope with it? Number one is, um, I've said before when dealing with toxic family members, sometimes the direct approach is best. People may not realize how they're coming across. Yes, there are people who generally don't know that's what they're doing. And sometimes just telling them is enough to get them off your back. And it's important to be calm yet firm. Now your intention is not to pick a fight, even though they might think you are. All you're trying to do is just stop the criticism before it starts. And you may simply say something like, thank you, but I have my own way of doing things and I'm very comfortable with it. Positive self-talk. Sometimes uh, you can have 100 people tell you something. 99 people will say something positive, but one person says something negative. We focus on that negative thing. 
Again, human nature. So don't expect them to say something positive to you. Okay. Leave that to yourself that, okay, I'm not going to leave it up to this self-righteous person to say something positive. In fact, I'm going to anticipate them not saying anything positive. I'm going to talk positive to myself. Sounds a little hooky, but yeah, that actually works. Now, I don't believe that you have to defend yourself, but if you're in that position where you want to defend yourself, I would say, hey, I understand you think I should be doing such and such a thing, and I thank you for your concern, and that's all. Normally, I don't like to give people an explanation. That's enough for me, and then when all else fails, sometimes you just have to tune it out. You might have a hard time doing this in the beginning, but trust me, it gets easier. I went to a store the other day, and the cashier was saying something to me. I have this little money pouch. And she's saying, put that thing away. I'm like, excuse me? I'm like, how else do you expect me to pay for this? <laughs> and she said, well, you know, you shouldn't flash that much money. I said, well, it's only $5. How much do you think I have on me? And she said, well, people can be looking at you. I'm, I'm looking around the store. I'm like, there's no one anywhere near the cash register. You're the one drawing attention to it. I, I thought that was just hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, self-righteousness can be unpleasant. You have the power to deal with it in a constructive and respectful way. You know, the reason why self-righteous people get to us because we're thinking, well, how dare you say that to me? Who are you to, and, and that's nothing but ego. It's a human response. True. It's a natural response. But when we head down that path, it's easy for us to become toxic. But the takeaway from all this, if you're dealing with that person, understand it's because they want validation. It's like they have a set of rules. Somehow they need to validate it by getting you on board. And if they can conjole you, if they can shame you into it, then they want. But remember, as I've said before, give people permission to think whatever it is they want to think. Now, here's an interesting thing. You say, well, don't listen to what toxic people say. Actually, this is one of those situations you might want to listen to them. Because as I've said, sometimes they are right. And I know, again, human nature being what it is, we will go against these people just to say, well, you have no, well, who are you? You have no control over me. And that's just some of the things that we do, but it's not productive. If you need to lay off the donuts, don't go and buy two dozen of them and, and, and wolf them all down just to prove that person wrong. That's, that's not helping you. Okay. Dealing with the self-righteous person requires humility basically is what I'm saying here, because if we let our ego control us and lean, we fight back, then it's, it's just counterproductive. Nothing is going to get done there. You say, well, I don't want them to be right. Well, if they're right, they're right. Okay. To recap this self-righteousness can be rooted in envy. It can be rooted in the desire to control or the desire to shame someone. It's not what they're saying. That's the issue. It's really how it's coming across. But if what they're saying is true, take it to heart and you say, I don't want them to win. Who cares if you think they're winning or not? If it serves you, if it's for your betterment, then go ahead and do it. Would I give them credit? Well, I give credit to where credit is due. Even if they're right. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it and move on with your life. All right. It's not something that you need to really get caught up in. For the next episode, I'm going to talk about what traits are attracting toxic people to you. Why is it they're so drawn to you? Until next time, I wish you peace in the midst of toxic people. Take care. Go to the toxicpeopledetox.com. Find peace in the midst of toxic negativity.